Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empower to Grow. This is our uncharted discussion with Isabel Bart. So, um, of course, I had to dig a bit deeper with Isabel about her view and her perspective of what holistic means. Um, she is the founder of Holistic um, Strategy. And um, I was asking her, let's dig a bit deeper into what holistic means on a personal, on a business and possibly even on a relationship level? Yes. So thank you for asking that question. When I say holistic, I really look at all the facets of a person and all that they have to interact with in life, you know? So um, some of the listeners and yourself, you may be familiar with the wheel, right? So there is, um, that's not a new concept, right? With like the different areas of life. Um, I look at um, kind of these areas within four pillars. So um, I kind of split it with, you know, the body, which is mostly the physical health, um, the emotion that may be related to your mental health, um, you know, your, your heart, um, maybe your the romantic situations you're in, if you have a partner or you're in love with someone. Yes. Um, then the connection. So that's kind of your social life, maybe your purpose. Um, you know, how you connect with people um, at work, outside of work. And finally, the fourth one is money and career and jobs, yes. um, which is, you know, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. So the idea for me when I, when I do coaching is making sure we optimize all these four areas with mm-hmm. my clients. And because you know, as um, sometimes uh, moms or dads and, you know, professionals, we feel like we're running on the hamster wheel, you know, like we don't have time, you know, of course we need to do our job well, because that's what brings the money to survive. Yes. <laughs> and so, but I really, what I've noticed is as a, as a leader, a lot of time I was doing my job so much better and my performance was increased when I was actually working less during the day or when I was taking the time to go on my bike ride or, um, for me, motion is key. Um, yeah. And so I like to do a lot of physical things. And I realized, oh my gosh, when I do these physical things, I come back rejuvenated. I'm feeling so good in my body that I can do an amazing job. Like my performance is so much higher. So I'm a, one of those people who really say, you know, hey, um, do not work your, your team, yeah. you know, 20 hours a day. I really don't believe anybody can be productive 20 hours a day. That's true. And instead, let them flourish in what they like to do or what makes them feel good, because then that's going to really have an impact everywhere. So, um, so I really believe that, again, you need to look at the balance between these areas. And, you know, there's also research for example, that shows that, you know, happiness increases at some point, if you feel you have a purpose in life, it's not about how much money you have. And that's why the purpose is also important, whether you find it at work, in your relationships and your family, or with volunteering, whatever that means for you. And I think you said the world 
um, the word earlier, individualized. Yes. Which is why I think the benefit of really working with coaches is that you can have a partner to really develop your own plan because I don't yes. think there's a lot of cookie cutter solutions. Yes. But what works for you and you know how you can start optimizing different areas, maybe finding creative ways to deal with it, what's the priority, what's not a priority. And kind of like, as I call it, become the CEO of your life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think we were not conditioned um, to take care of us growing up in that sense. We were conditioned to aspire for um, achievables. So, you know, there was the, I call it the checklist. There was always a checklist. Yeah. It's where, you know, your degree, degrees, certifications, where, where you're working, how you're progressing in your job, the, the, the financial gains that you're making, and then, you know, the material things that come along with it, along with getting married, having the kids and the specific number of kids. And it's like, and, and you find yourself in, and I came from the same place as in, um, you were saying earlier that, you know, you kind of made some realizations a bit later. And I don't, I, I made my first realization when I was 40 that I was seeking um, this, uh, I was on the hamster wheel and I was seeking something that was not even personalized to me as in these are my expectations of my own life and what I want for me in terms of the career and, and the goals and the fulfillment and the gratification and all of that. And I think that's the part that a lot of people are waking up to. It's that realization that I can still do less to achieve more. But the point I think here is that this more is what is more of what feeds and nourishes and flourishes me rather than yeah. just more of what the societal, the societal standards yes. are and what society expects of me. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, like for me, uh, an example, like when I was very young and I decided to move here to the United States, um, I had graduated from a very prestigious school in France. Mm -hmm. um, so I was proud. I was feeling like, hey, I'm going to get a job. You know, I'm, I'm bringing like all these good things with me. You know, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I came here to California and I realized that the lifestyle made a lot of sense for me, made me very happy because as being an outdoor person, you know, we have great yeah. weather. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, what's more important? And at the time I made the choice to move here, um, maybe then kind of give up on all my studies and the degree I got, yeah. who was kind of unknown here. <laughs> um, and again, I felt like, but you know what, I went to a great school and I got great skills. So it will help me in my life, no matter what. And, and indeed it did. And right now I'm kind of feeling a little bit at the same juncture where, you know, I kind of grew up, um, I had children and, you know, I was like, oh, I need a big house. I need, you know, the, the thing, you know, the suburban America yeah. thing. And, and I realized I'm like, you know what, I would rather much rather live in a smaller place, mm -hmm. but be in a location where I feel like I'm feeling good about what I'm doing. So yes. I like to be able to walk you know, to like neighborhood shops or be closer to the beach because I really love the beach and mm -hmm. taking walks there. And, you know, there's that weird connection that I feel with the water. Yeah. So this is, again, about making the choices, to your point, that work for yourself, yes. no matter what other people think or you think the society tells you to do. I completely yes. agree. Yeah. And, and actually stemming from that, you were talking earlier about, um, well, offline, about personality profiling. So 
from your perspective, how does that work and how does that in, enable you to help others to kind of seek what they want? <laughs> Yeah, so I've I've done you know several versions like we all have of Myers Briggs and yeah. <laughs> you know DISC. I mean I'm you know there are a lot that I did in the corporate world mostly. And mm -hmm. um, about two years ago, I came across the Enneagram. Yes. Um, I don't know if okay. So and I'm not again. I don't have any any financial interest or anything in. Um, I'm just gonna say this one personally is the one that um, when I understood my profile made me cry as mm -hmm. I was reading about my my number because basically Enneagram you have a main number between one and nine um you know a wing which means you can go like 10 to go to the next number higher or lower and you know they are subtypes so it's not I mean it can be complex but it can also be very simple mm -hmm. um, if you're trying to introduce yourself to the model but what was interesting for me is um so I'm called the helper in the Enneagram model, uh, mm -hmm. number two. And I also have a little bit of that achiever piece, which is the three. Um, what really was painful for me when I first read about it is basically they were saying, um, so our numbers are built um, in reaction to something that happens usually when we're young yes. because we wanted to be loved. So for me, my, my mantra subconsciously has been, I need to give to others in order to be loved. If I don't, nobody will love me. Mm -hmm. So um, that also why, when I reflected upon that, I said, oh, so that is why I've always been very preoccupied in making decisions with other people that are dear to my heart because I don't want to hurt them again. Yeah. I feel like they're not going to love me anymore, right? Sure, um, I know. <laughs> I, I saw some patterns or a, a funny story I'll tell you is yes. um, I've been listening to the pod a podcast on Enneagram because I was really getting into it. And they had a guest one day and she was the same number. And I've been telling friends all my life, you know, I'm the kind of person who couldn't live on a desert island by myself. I don't know, like I, I can do it and I need to have people around, even if I don't always interact with them. And I don't know why. Yeah. And this person comes on the podcast and she literally says the same thing. <laughs> we can live on a desert island. And actually she, what she was saying is for us, it is good though to try to isolate ourselves and be a little bit in solitude to do some work on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And she said, but we will find every possible way to avoid it. So, you know, so I may say, oh, I'm going to go sit on the beach <laughs> and be by myself to do some exercise. Yeah. But of course I see someone. So instead I may try to have a chat <laughs> with that person to avoid being by myself, yes. which was just funny in a way. And then, you know, really again, digging a little bit deeper into the Enneagram model. Um, it's wonderful because it is saying that, you know, there is no right or wrong. We, mm -hmm. like you said, we're all uh, unique and wonderful individuals. How do you want, how can you be in your healthy range? That's really the yeah. point of it. Is you want to be in the healthy range because again, for me, um, if I start being in a relationship, for example, where I give a lot, which is my pattern, but I don't get back after a while, I will build resentment. Yes, that's probably. true. That's true. And that when you get in the unhealthy range where you may say, oh, now I'm pissed at that person. And, 
you may start becoming a different number or different self because you're really reacting to a negative situation and you mm -hmm. want to recalibrate, be like, no, it's wonderful to be a helper. I can help this world so much and I need to be healthy here. Um, so I will say um, I've had a lot of friends and clients who I've, um, I've directed to that model because I think it's a very holistic as well model yes. that works in all areas of your life. And that is um, really, in my, again, in my experience, um, potential for transformation here, at least understanding first your personality and then um, maybe creating some transformation or trying to be in the healthy range. Uh, I think the potential is huge. I love that. I, I think it might have been the only tool I have not uh, tried so far. So I think I'll have to go and uh, kind of um, try my profile there and, and see. Um, I think as you were saying, it's it's kind of the awareness and it's it's knowing yourself to to be able to capitalize. I say you capitalize on your core competences. It's not like you can't build new skills and you can't find out new things about yourself, but there are things that are inherently you and uniquely you. And once we start recognizing and accepting and embracing these, then you can actually nurture other um, features and, and characteristics uh, about you. And that kind of help you go to the next few levels. And I think that's the, that's the part that comes with the awareness, the recognition, and um, the acceptance as well. I think that's that's a part that still people um, sometimes kind of fall through with. It's accepting that that is part of me and I need mm -hmm. to embrace it as well. Yes, exactly. Um, I think, um, and you may have also heard about Strength Finder, yes. um, which is a little bit the same principle of, let's just recognize and celebrate your strengths exactly. and um you know and i've done that um at work for example so for me being um i have strategic as one of my strengths and sometimes that what goes with that is i'm not always very detail oriented or i don't like to catch myself in the details well so that means i've always hired people in my on my team who were very good with details you know mm -hmm. whether they may yes. have been analysts or project managers or people whose you know, passion lays in the details, yeah. which yeah. is amazing to me because it's so different from my own personality. Yeah. But I love that. I love the fact that we can all complement each other. Of course. And of course. You know, build these great teams or great partnerships that can make a difference. I love that, Isabel. Thank you so much for, um, again, sharing a lot of your knowledge with us in, um, I do encourage everyone to who is listening to go out and uh, find more about you and um, to embrace you and to love you because um, it really does make a whole difference in our life. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, as I always say, empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance and prosperity to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.